let's do it. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> This is Steph, and welcome to Pop Culture Junkies. We're back. We're super rusty. We haven't done this in so long, you have to excuse some of the uh, quirks that are going to happen. Yeah, so the last time we recorded our podcast, actually we weren't there together last time either necessarily, but that was back in March. And a few things have happened since then, haven't they, Michelle? I'm telling you, we're uh, in the middle of an ugly pandemic that seems to never be ending. One of us ran away from Arizona. (laughs) I decided that instead of suffering through a Phoenix summer, I could work from home from Portland just as easily as I can work from home in Phoenix. So I think today in Portland, it's like 75 degrees. So I'm definitely not suffering. It is, I think it is 96 and it's supposed to rain all afternoon and it is nice and sunny out there. I see no sign of rain coming. Is it humid though? It is humid. It is really humid and it smells of rain, but you know, when you get that smell and it's just sticky, Mm -hmm. nothing happens. Mm -hmm. That's the day. Do you guys get a lot of rain there? Usually, but it's not as common through the summer months. So I think Portland is more rainy nine months out of the year. And I happen to be here when it's not rainy. Well, that's both good and bad because I love the rain. I love the rain when I was in Seattle. Yeah. That was always one of my favorite things. But it's okay because I'm down on the 110 degree record setting temperatures in Phoenix. Right. I don't, oh, it's horrible. And funny enough is when you says, well, I'm, I'm going to work from home in Oregon. So I just casually mentioned to my boss one day, um, if I had to go out of town for something, could I take this and just work instead of having to take PTO? And they said, no. Big nope. But what does it matter? That's what I said. I said, well, you don't have to worry about doing my work because I'll still be doing my work. I just won't technically be in Arizona. It's not like you guys have seen me anyway since the beginning of March. So what's it going to matter where I'm at? Exactly. They still said no. (laughs) It's just like since laptops home with almost every single employee, they went and they blocked all kinds of sites. Oh, double lame. Yeah. In comparison, my work since we last talked in March, we started our summer break completely virtual from our student learning. And now we've already started the new school year still totally virtual. And there's no plans for us to even begin thinking about coming back to in-person learning until mid-October at the earliest. Oh my God. So it sounds like all of our staff are able to be virtual um, minimally up until then. So secretly, I'm hoping that they'll continue that post-pandemic and maybe they'll have seen that employees can be just as productive working from home as they can work in an office that they have to pay for. But we'll see if that happens. I always thought that working from home was going to be a big struggle for me because I am very social mm-hmm. and I need that interaction. Yeah. But I have to tell you, since I've been working from home, I never want to go into an <laughs> office again. I need the social interaction away from work time, but mm-hmm. I am so happy not going into work. It is, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they put me, I've been on the high risk, so I'm not even allowed in the building until further notice anyway. Mm-hmm. 
which we don't have a return to work scheduled. Yeah. But now I'm on high risk. But they asked me the other day if I would please get another note from my doctor saying he still feels that I'm high risk. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I know that some of the people that work in my office, they're not necessarily attached to my school. They're attached to a different branch or whatever. So they have actually returned to the office already, but they're keeping it pretty casual. So the option is there for people that want to return. But if anybody even says, I don't feel like coming back, then they're not making them come back. So yeah, that's what they keep telling us too. If you don't feel safe coming back, you don't have to come back. But I don't know why they care so much that I'm high risk. If I I will go back to the office, I don't want to, but I will go back. Mm-hmm. Just leave me alone. Let me stay home. <laughs> <laughs> so we are part of the fortunate ones that can work from home. And just, you know, since quarantine started in mid-March, what are some of the things that you've been doing to keep yourself busy? I have been decluttering my apartment and redecorating. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm, I have this crazy cat that, uh, you will hear frequently because he has to keep getting himself up here to see what I'm doing. But I'm kind of an emotional pack rat. Mm. If it's something that has a memory attached to it, I have a hard time letting it go. Yeah. So I have boxes of things that I'm like, when I look at it now, I can throw it away easier because I don't remember the memory necessarily. Mm. But at the time, I'll just throw things into a box until that box is full and then I'll shove it aside and start another box. So I've been trying to declutter and redecorate. I have to find room for all this cat's belongings he has a lot of belongings he's only been in your life for a short amount of time but he's already taking over he's already taking over he has one corner of the living room that has his cat bed he has his jaws cat bed a cat bed i don't know why he has to have two of them next to each other but he does a scratching post in my laundry room because i haven't put them together yet he has a pirate ship and he has a haunted house oh yeah i want to see the pictures of those when they're put together yeah i'll probably put the pirate ship together soon it's huge though it's going to take up a huge amount of space in my living room Uh it was like four feet long so i'm like it's big wow then i'll put my house up for halloween he has a water fountain he has a water fountain he won't he'll only drink out of the toilet or the sink i'm like he's such a gross little boy So I got him a water fountain and the water fountain, the instructions were in broken English to start with. And it said, don't get the pump wet. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to put the fountain together if you can't get the water pump wet? So I was finally like, something's got to be wrong. So I looked at a video and it showed that the water pump was in there and I put it together. I filled it with water. I plugged it in. I thought, let's hope I don't electrocute myself and the cat. <laughs> but it works and he spends a lot of time washing his feet. So, so funny. I know. I'm watching him. He's in the bathroom. I just keep seeing him streak by. When he gets scared, he hides in his litter box. I'm like, you're just so weird. So weird. I had to take his little bell off so I have a cuddle bow tie so he wouldn't be jingling the whole time. (laughs) That was his present from his Stephanie. Yep. I had to make sure that he knew that his Theo was thinking about him. That's right. (laughs) I tell him all the time, your Theo's gonna come over here and papow you one in the butt if you don't stop it. He doesn't care. But he's not scared yet. (laughs) Not scared of anything. (laughs) What have you been up to? Well, I've been doing a lot of writing, which is a good thing. Before quarantine, I was still in like the 40,000 words category of book three of The Merry Maids. 
Mm-hmm. And I've just been trying to consistently write every day, even if it's like, you know, 100 words or something, just trying to be more consistent about it. And sometimes that's hit or miss, like you just feel burned out. But I think earlier today, I was doing some writing and I'm closing in on 69,000 words. So Nine. yeah, got about, I would say 30,000 or so left to go. And then the trilogy will be complete. And you're going to be able to wrap it up in three books? Yes, I am going to wrap it up in three books. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have another series in mind to start after or are you going to take a break? Oh, well, get this. I was just sort of like randomly scrolling through Twitter and I happened to see a post about spirit animals. Uh Follow me along here, okay? Okay. (laughs) So what spirit animal works for you? And it had a list of spirit animals that you could choose from. And then it was going to tell you like something interesting about your personality. So I went down this huge rabbit hole of looking at the different animals and what they might mean. And one of them happened to be a panther. So it reminded me of a story that I had started to draft years ago. Uh And one of the in that story can transform into a panther. So I was thinking, well, you know, while I'm thinking about it now, I should copy and paste some of these characteristics into that story so that when I actually end up going back to write it, I'll remember all these little details that I think are so interesting right now. So I went and I hunted down that story in my files. Mm -hmm. And when I opened it, I had a minor meltdown because I didn't realize I know that story is not done yet, but it's currently sitting at over 140,000 words. So that's definitely going to be the next one because it's basically almost ready. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I never realized it was that far along. I started last November writing something and it's still only at maybe... 3,000 letters or number words, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. I look at it every once in a while and I'm like, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're a short story. Yeah, I could. Depending on where you want to go with it. Yes. If TikTok is starting to bore you. TikTok is, I did start to get addicted to TikTok and I would watch it for hours at night. I know a lot of it was I was depressed at being home by myself because it was right when it started with the quarantine and my Mm -hmm. doctor also had me on quarantine. So... I had nothing else to do. Yeah. And nobody in my family could come around me um, for my last few chemo sessions just because my doctor was worried that my levels kept dropping. Mm-hmm. So I saw nobody except for people on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I would watch TikTok for hours. I would watch all the hot boys <laughs> and I would watch all the cats. Yes. And I got obsessed with this uh, Parker James. I don't know if you've seen him. He's the, he does the uh, funny face kid video, Steven, with his dino club. No. I got obsessed with him. Oh my God. I will have to send you some Parker James. Okay. And Olivia Van Foxface. She owns a small farm in, I think it's Kent, Washington. Uh-huh. I got obsessed with her and her miniature pig. And they are really <laughs> the only two that I still look at. Okay. No, there is another one. Um, oh, it's Tori D. She is also in Washington and it's her ongoing saga with the Bodega Boyfriend. They aren't really dating, but it's her adventures with 
with the uh, bodega boy, his dad and his uncle around the corner from her house. Hilarious. You, I'll have to send that one to you too. You'll die. Okay. But other than that, I go days without looking at TikTok now. So now I need to find something new to be obsessed with. There you go. It could be your writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about The Sims. I did think about The Sims and I'm like, no, because that would just distract me and keep me up. <laughs> I will never go to bed. I'll be so obsessed with that. I will be you. I will be you at three in the morning and like, I have to get up at six. <laughs> and I can't because I'm still playing The Sims. <laughs> Yeah, that's the trouble with The Sims is that there's never like a good place to pause it or turn it off because it's so continuous that you just you become obsessively like pulled into their lifestyles and all of the things that are going on in their little mini Sims worlds. Although right, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was during Gamescom, they debuted plans to come out with the Star Wars Sims. I've seen that. And everybody's like, how do I get into The Sims? And I'm like, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask. Because I'm going to be like, oh my God. (laughs) I'm going to play Sims. And I'm going to have Star Wars droids. And that's all I'm going to have is droids everywhere. Nope. It's going to be like a crazy droid lady Sims house. I know. I was really bummed because I had totally forgot that the Galaxy Edge line came out at Target today. Yeah. And they had all the mix and match, make your own droids there. Oh. And I totally forgot forgot until it was too late and they are sold out everywhere darn it and now because i didn't get me some mix and match droids oh well i'm sure i know it just won't be the day it came out that's right somewhere sometime (laughs) i'm still mad when they did the uh the may 4th ones the disney their site crashed and i didn't get anything that i wanted that day and they've never come back what i wanted so oh yeah yes so other than that been a work and typical stay at home. I've binged a lot of things on TV. Like? I've watched the Umbrella Academy season two three times so far. Three times? Three times. Yeah. (laughs) You go girl. I liked season one. Yes. But I wasn't like, oh my god, this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I loved season two. I think season two showed the characters more and gave you more in-depth about them. Where season one kind of was... I think in season one, they just shoved it all together to see if people were going to like it or not. Not taking time to really develop a lot of the characters. But season two, I loved season two. And I would totally join Klaus's cult with no no hesitation no hesitation at all (laughs) um yeah so i guess i don't know if these are spoilers by the time it comes out because umbrella academy has been out for a few weeks now but i also loved season two i personally loved season one though as well like i was hooked from episode one so for me season two was just like just as much fun because it was the characters that i love but now they're in a new situation like i felt like in season two it did give you more in depth on some of them like you got to see better parts of their personality almost right i don't feel that season one really did much for allison i I don't think she was likable really in season one for the most part but season two i really was into her Mm storyline that was very interesting and particularly timely as well just from global events very much so yes and i think that because of some of the things that they built in season one, it made you, it made the sympathy factor in season two, like some of the things that they're going through, like when Klaus tracked down his army friend, yeah, 
you're just like your heart's melting because you know the backstory but they didn't necessarily have the time to go back and like refresh you so it was good that you know you got to see that but if you're maybe coming back to it later after not having seen season one in a while maybe it would have been less impactful so I get like wanting to watch it you know more than once that was that's a good thing to to refresh and see what's happening with them yeah and i watched um on disney plus they have the behind the scenes of the mandalorian where they break down each episode and the behind the scenes making of it and that was fascinating to me agree and all the breakthrough technology that they have been using to shoot the show and the things that they incorporated how they had other movies or other projects that basically helped build up to the point where they could shoot the mandalorian in such a cool way that was really interesting and fascinating to me yes and i'm not gonna deny i've gone back and i've been watching um all the old episodes of 90 day fiance say have you <laughs> it's a shit show but i watch it i'm like you <laughs> people are horrible people but i watch it <laughs> i think i'm just out of the loop now so i don't necessarily know who all the people are anymore yeah it's well i mean they're such short seasons it feels i mean they go like 10 weeks and they're done and then another new one starts almost immediately it seems but yeah i have watched them i've got um numerous people interested in watching it as well so i have people to talk to about it There you go. Yeah, so coming to Portland, one of the things that I got my mom hooked on is watching all of the episodes for Queer Eye. Uh So my mom is definitely a Queer Eye fan. Plus, they have their episodes that they had in Japan. And I think there was one in Australia. So every night, pretty much, I think my mom wants to watch at least one episode of Queer Eye. And I've already seen all of them. So I'm basically rewatching them with her. But it's funny because... She loves them. She's totally obsessed. And she has started researching some of the guys on Queer Eye more. So she ended up buying Jonathan Van Ness's, his audiobook. Mm -hmm. And so she listened to all of that. And then she was looking them up online and like following them. And she's just a total Queer Eye fan that's really cute cute. (laughs) i love that i love that i have not finished the japan episodes yet i need to finish those and i binged fuller house of course Mm -hmm. the last season of nailed it Mm -hmm. which i just watched for nicole byer more than anything i think she's so hilarious and i haven't caught up on any of my podcasts in a while i need to start catching up on them but i think she has six of them now yeah seriously (laughs) yeah she they finished her i i still have i think five episodes to go of her watching star wars but i saw that they've moved on to lord of the rings now so so that's gonna be a good one and i'm gonna be watching uh, yeah <laughs> another series that i love so. <laughs> yes yeah there's been like a lot of good things to watch on netflix like i started watching the warrior nun have you heard of that one is it a competition show no so it's basically a show where this girl, I think she's living in, I want to say Spain or something like that. And she somehow mysteriously dies and she's taken to a morgue. And then the same time that she's at, her body's at the morgue, these warriors break in and it's like a battle against heaven and hell pretty much. And one of the dying warriors, they lose an artifact that they decide while they're trying to escape from the demon 
demons that are coming after them, they decide to embed it in the girl's back. It's almost like a circlet. It kind of reminds me of like an angel's halo, but they put it in her back. So then it ends up, she comes back from the dead and now she can see almost like the demonic clouds in the sky. Like she knows something bad is happening. And the series is about her becoming a warrior nun, N-U-N. So that one's an interesting one. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. I need to watch Lucifer. I know, I know. Season five, it just came out. I haven't watched any of the seasons, so I need to watch them to start with. But I keep telling myself, let's watch that tonight. And then I get to distracted by something else (laughs) i love lucifer so much and yeah i'm definitely excited that season five's out now yeah i think what else i've been watching i got sucked into i stopped watching the big bang theory probably in season five Mm -hmm. and i've gone back and i just have the last season to finish of that and i've seen them all so i've caught up on that i don't like it but (laughs) (laughs) i realized why i stopped watching it I really hate when you really like a show and then you go back after a while and you start watching it and you realize that they are really just shitty people. Oh, yeah. And then you're over it. That's how I feel about I feel about Penny. I think the character came on. She was okay for the first couple of seasons and and then they made her such a bitch and it just never changed. Mm. And as it goes on, she still just stays such a bitch. And I'm like, you can't believe that she loves Leonard because I'm like, she's always so mean to him. And, And Raj, they left him as just this one note character with made a fool of him mm-hmm. i'm just like y'all are horrible people <laughs> horrible characters i know why i stopped watching <laughs> yeah, you might not continue with that then i've i've only got i think it's 14 episodes to go oh okay. <laughs> well, then you're already invested so you're just gonna have to suffer i'm gonna finish it yes <laughs> Um, there was another show that I started watching also on Netflix called Cursed. Have you seen that one? No. It's, I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah. So I think that like, you know how Netflix, they see what you watch and then they serve you up something else that you can get obsessed with. It's kind of like that too. So right. I don't know if it's because I started watching Warrior Nun or what, but Cursed is going to be telling the story of Excalibur and life right before King Arthur becomes Arthur. So it's... From the perspective of a girl named Nimue, who is kind of like a fae living in the forest, and she sort of like stumbles into trouble. And I think in um, episode one, like she meets Arthur for the first time. So it's a, an interesting series that I'm excited to keep watching. It sounds interesting. Yeah. I have to look that one up too. Yeah, there's like a bunch. I feel like I don't know what it is about right now, but there's just like so much either coming out or has been out for a while. And like, obviously, with nothing else to do in quarantine, just catching up on all of it. (laughs) Right. Did you ever watch The Floor is Lava? No, I still haven't watched that. (laughs) Not on my list. I I loved it. It is so funny. I told my sister, I can't see our family going on this because again, we would end up fighting and one of us knocking the other into the lava out of spite. But <laughs> some of those families, they get in there and I'm like, I don't know how you didn't just kill your sibling. Yeah. <laughs> Any other time they would be dead. Yes. Yeah. It was funny. I liked that one. I'll have to find that one. That's good. Let's see what else. Season two of The Boys 
came out. I need to watch that. I can't wait. I need to tune that one in too. Yeah. I loved season one. I love the cliffhanger at the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready for that. I'm hoping they do it. I thought they were going to, but then I've never heard another thing. A season two of Carnival Row. I thought they were filming one and then it just seemed to have dropped off the radar. I think I saw something about that too because I follow them on Instagram and I think that they've been active again lately. So I don't know if they're getting back to it or what the story is, but I think that might still be happening. Yeah, that was really good. And it ended also where you need to continue. Yeah, um, I think they were nominated for some Emmys for that show as well. So that'll probably get them into wanting to have a season two. Yes. Yeah. So with all this going on in the world and this COVID that's never seeming to be ending, Mm -hmm. things have, I mean, the things have gotten better, but when it first started and everybody was like, you know, this is going to be like, it's the upcoming apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think about what you would do if it was the apocalypse? Oh, for sure. (laughs) What was the plan? Okay, so I don't have any useful skills. So (laughs) basically, I um, figured out that I would need to ingratiate myself to people that do have useful skills. So um, Mm -hmm. that has definitely been top of mind, like, you know, how to make friends with people, how to show that I have a lot of value. One of the writing groups that I have become friends with on Twitter, we were all sort of joking about it one day and two of the people in the group you know they're pretty handy and they would be able to survive in the wilderness so I instantly started jokingly sucking up to them and saying like you know I'll make sure that we always have comfortable places to stay the night and I'll make sure that someone goes to the firewood (laughs) or whatever and so some of the other people in our group were like joking about how they were also like not that handy to have in times of emergency. So the two that are good, they were joking that those people would be the bait. And so I was just basically like roasting them and encouraging it and making it worse and making sure that they stayed the bait in case there's an apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's like, throwing you into this, sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'm only 5'4", but, you know, I was throwing out things like, yeah, they have short legs, so they're not going to be able to run as fast. They're going to hold you back. <laughs> <laughs> I, my brother my brother has it all planned that, you know, they were going to have to gather all of us up with our uh, toilet paper that we did have on hand. Yep. And go to my parents' house out in the middle of nowhere where they have guns and uh, they could take the final stand. And my brother's like, and, you know, we'll all be armed and you women can just take care of the house stuff. And I'm like, oh, my my god <laughs> like that sounds like torture just kill me now i'm like i'm gonna be stuck through the apocalypse with my family <laughs> all pretty right with my family right <laughs> no offense family but <laughs> if you're with your family though like you know their weaknesses and their strengths so you could be like Liz you're not allowed to sleep at night because you snore or whatever like you'd be able to figure that part out pretty quickly yeah I would be um I don't have a lot of survival skills like you so and I have a feeling they all would eventually decide since I was sick anyway I was the weak link but mm-hmm. yeah so you're the bait I would probably end up being the bait <laughs> I'd be like, why can't we throw the kids out there? <laughs> I, 
did tell them that the order of uh, dog eating would be my brother's dogs first, his chihuahuas, mm-hmm. and then my sister's dogs. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, Jeremy's pit bull would have to go because Bo and Molly just can't be ate. And then we all decided that Molly would probably eat every one of us if she got the chance. So. Yeah, that checks out. I didn't have Barnes at the time, so... <laughs> There was no cat on the menu. So I wonder where Barnes would rate then. Barnes would probably eat every one of us. Oh, for sure. He's a mean boy. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, he could be trained anyway. He could go catch something and bring it back to us. But I'm like, no, he pretty much gobbles down every bug he catches without asking if anybody would like a bite. So (laughs) he would be stingy. Yeah, I guess that doesn't work. He would probably have his taste of freedom and he would leave you immediately. Oh, I wouldn't even doubt that. And he's sour enough to get away with uh, the king of the jungle somewhere. Oh. King of the desert. Yep, he would take over. I say that as he's asleep in his his uh, one of his boxes. He's laying on his back looking all cute. I'm <laughs> resisting taking pictures of him. So. I have become that person. I think there's probably, I've had him since June, and there's probably a thousand pictures of him on my phone. Already? Because every time he moves, I'm like, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Let me take a picture of you. <laughs> And he's like, please quit taking my picture. (laughs) At least you have a good reason to be obsessively taking a picture of your child. I have a baby Yoda and I've also been obsessively taking pictures of him. But, you know, one of those. Baby Yoda needs to have his picture taken all the time. (laughs) I have so far resisted buying one of those baby Yodas because I unfortunately will go overboard and I will be dressing that baby Yoda and it will be insane. (laughs) He deserves to have some new outfits, but I think he is cute in his Right. Mock, so I've left him in it so far. I'd be like, Mom, my baby Yoda needs some clothes and he needs a mask while you're sewing things. Could you fix him up, please? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I jokingly said I was going to have a baby shower for my baby Yoda and uh, my sisters, I think, would have been down for it if I had actually been serious. It's a baby Yoda. I mean, he deserves it. He does. I can't argue with that. He deserves all the loves. <laughs> I still had a baby shower for Barnes. I didn't do it, but I did get a lot of presents for him from friends, though. So Yeah, we made up for it. Uh, by the time we're out of quarantine, I may have taught him to walk on a leash. We're not going to count on that, but I've been trying to get him used to having a harness on Mm -hmm. and he is like nope (laughs) nope i'll wear my collar but i am not wearing that harness Mm. he won't even do it for treats nope he is very treat focused but it is not happening yeah maybe some catnip yeah he's he needs to be weaned off of that it's bad (laughs) (laughs) silly baby he is so did you watch the DC fandom that was next, excuse me, last weekend? I sure did. I was loving that. I had it um, <laughs> I had it on while I was at work and every time something good was coming on, I was pretty much just like freaking out watching it. Um, so I am super excited about all the things that came out of that. That was a cool event to to watch yeah it was i i didn't watch a lot of it i mostly watched on saturday mm-hmm. for the movies yeah but it was a really cool way they did it marvel should take note star wars should have taken note since uh celebration was supposed to be this weekend mm-hmm. and they didn't plan a single thing yeah they had talked about so it but it didn't come they they yeah and at that I thought it was postponed until next year and they postponed it till 2022. So now I'm all bummed. Oh no, I didn't realize that. I didn't either. But 
Yeah. When they sent the announcement out the other day that uh, we didn't request the refund, so our tickets are automatically rolled over to 2022. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought it was 2021. Right. But if it was, they changed it and it is 2022 now. Okay. So now I'm like, now I have to remember two years from now, we're going to Star Wars Celebration. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, what if Stephanie aren't even friends anymore? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you better bite your tongue. I know. <laughs> I just need a reaction. <laughs> I was going to yell something, but there were families in the neighborhood and my window's open. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted a reaction. Okay. <laughs> but I, I guess it gives me two years to decide if I want to cosplay something and put together a cool cosplay. But yeah, gives it, it does give time, and hopefully the world will be recovered a little bit more by then. And this will just be like a bad yeah. thing. I think they're doing it because it'll be the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi in mm. 2022. But got it. So that'll be worth it. But. Before then, all the things that they came out from the DC fandom, like, it just got me hyped all over again for some of the movies that I know are coming out, like Wonder Woman 1984. I can't wait for that to come out. Wonder Woman looks amazing. I can't wait. It looks so good. I love the 80s fashion. Mm-hmm. Those parachute pants. I'm like, <laughs> yes. And the fanny pack. I love the 80s fashion, so yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah that that's the one i'm most excited for i don't know i don't really know any of the characters other than harley in suicide squad the suicide squad excuse me yeah and i think so that's okay like i think it's a mix of people that the director is bringing out from the vault um like the rat catcher i don't think a lot of people know about the rat catcher the rat catcher too so i feel like that's just gonna be a cool way to discover those characters and see you know mm-hmm. what they have in mind for them so i'm pretty excited for that and i liked the trailer that they have for the suicide squad kills the justice league video game that one's gonna be an interesting yeah that was really cool yeah yes and of course everybody's still yeah. freaking out about the batman trailer <laughs> i am not freaking out over the batman oh that's right i forgot <laughs> I mean, it looks interesting, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I I did not like the Joker at all. Mm-hmm. I was horribly bored through most of the movie. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Joaquin Phoenix to start with. Mm. I don't think he was that great. I just didn't like the movie. Hot take. And I kind of did the joke, I know. That's my hot take. Unpopular <laughs> opinion. I didn't like it. <laughs> um... I kind of get those vibes from the Batman. Oh, interesting. So I'm not too excited yet. I will see it, of course, because I see all of them. But Mm -hmm. so far, it is not. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Yeah. But we'll see. Well, I'm the opposite. I did like the Joker. And I'm excited about the Batman. I know, like, people have their qualms about it for various reasons. And it is... And most of them are Robert Pattinson. Well, yeah. I mean... I mean, let's be honest. A lot of people are. And I mean, and I'm not a fan of him either. And here's my other hot take. I couldn't stand Cedric Diggory to start with. And I couldn't stand him playing Cedric Degroy. So I've never been a fan of Robert Pattinson. But, I mean, I'm still going to give him a chance. I didn't think Ben Affleck was going to be a good Batman either. Mm -hmm. And I gave him a chance and he was okay. Yeah, that's kind of the other 
interesting thing about what DC is doing right now is they've got this Robert Panson version of the Batman, um, which may be an alternate universe, but also they have the Ben Affleck version of Batman, who is also returning for Justice League 2. So <laughs> yeah. there's going to be a lot of Batman in our future, yeah. and they are not necessarily the same person. I can't decide how I felt about the Justice League Snyder cut. To me, it just felt like they just took a bunch of scenes and slapped special effects on top of them. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I'll watch it, but it's another one that's not just jumping out at me. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a big DC fan. I guess not. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wonder Woman. And I, I, do, I do love Batman and Superman, but I mean, if I had to choose between Marvel or DC, it's going to be Marvel every day of the week. <laughs> I'm glad we live in a world where I don't have to make that choice. I am too. It's the same with Star Wars and Star Trek. I, well, I won't see Star, I don't watch Star Trek, but like, I will choose Star Wars any day of the week, but I do understand that what Star Trek's been doing lately is supposed to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's great. It gives the fans something new to see. So the lower decks. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I like that. I haven't seen that. And I didn't see Picard either because I didn't pay for CBS all access. Oh yeah. I just stole my brother's subscription. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know anybody who had it. So I didn't uh, bother with it. Cause I'm like, I subscribe to too much as it is. Well, one of the things that they talked about in the DC fandom, they did a whole panel with some of the actors from Titans and that got me kind of hyped for that show. Like I was curious, they were showing different, like their favorite parts of different episodes from Titans. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of got excited about that and I downloaded the DC Universe app. So I, all I need to do is just like finish the subscription, but I totally want to watch that show now. And I downloaded DC Universe app just for that. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll share that if you want to watch it too. Sure. <laughs> Give me something new to look at. I think other than that, the other thing that I was excited to see was The Rock's introduction of Black Adam. Like he introed it and just kind of talked about like how it's such a passion project for him. And I don't think that mm-hmm. they have really done anything to get that started with filming. But once that starts coming around, I'll be ready to hype that up too. Yeah, that did look pretty interesting. I don't know anything about Black Adam because, well, again, I don't know a lot of things about it. Other than the mainstream big DC characters, I don't know much about them, but mm-hmm. it did look interesting. Yeah. And I totally miss if they announced Aquaman 2, but I would like to see some more Jason Momoa wet, please. <laughs> They did like a whole panel about the first one and the the different things that they had to do behind the scenes when they were trying to film the action sequences and trying to make it look like they're underwater and all of those behind the scenes. Like I just live for those for some reason. I don't know why they, I find them so fascinating. Like no, they're fascinating. Yeah. I love those. They just released um, behind the scenes for The Witcher and it just made me hyped for that show all over again too. I know. I can't wait for season two of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else was with DC the last weekend. I'm not into Shazam, so I didn't even I didn't pay any attention to anything with that. I know there's a second one coming though. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> that should be about it. I need to fit, watch the last season of Agents of Shield too. Oh, that's right. That just wrapped also. Yeah. I had fallen out of it and had to go back and catch up. So now I'm ready for the last season. That's gonna be the next on the binge list. <laughs> 
I don't know. I gotta finish Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. When we record next, I still won't have watched it, I can about guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) I have good intentions. I have good intentions of binging them, and then I will pick up a book, and the next thing I know, it's like 11 o'clock at night, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go to bed. (laughs) And whenever it was on TV, I couldn't even tell you because I didn't pay attention. So, and during the day... I have the TV on while I work, but I usually just try to find something that I've already seen so I don't have to pay attention. I just have the background noise. Mm-hmm. And since I've been home since the beginning of March, I think TBS has played the entire season of Friends five times at least. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I decided, well, I'm going to go ahead and keep track of this. So last two weeks ago on Monday, they started season one. They're up to season, the beginning of season six already. So. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it's on for like six hours a day. Got it. So that takes up the majority of my TV watching during the day. Friends is on. I've seen them all, so I don't have to look at them. I can just hear them in the background. And you're living it all over again. I'm living it all over again. Over (laughs) and over. It's the Groundhog Day. (laughs) (laughs) I keep telling myself, just plugging my iPod out and listen to my podcast and catch up, because I am probably 30 episodes behind on my favorite murder. (laughs) Yeah, I did um, a catch up on some of the episodes um, this past week. For some reason... It popped up again, and I think it was on my Spotify. And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't listened to podcasts since I haven't been commuting anywhere. So that was like nice right. to catch up again. And in the episode that I listened to to catch up, they talked and chatted for a little bit. And then they basically recapped an old <laughs> episode. So okay. <laughs> Yeah, I I would listen to the podcast when I was at work because I didn't want to have to talk to anybody. So I'd keep the earbuds in, mm-hmm. do my work, and just listen to what was going on. And then when they'd bug me, I'd be like, oh, I'm listening to this murder podcast, and then leave me alone. Right. But since there's only me and the cat, I You've been watching friends a lot of it because I've been watching Friends over and over, and <laughs> I don't need to avoid talking to people. Right. <laughs> Yeah. But I do need to catch up. I've got like six of them that I'm still subscribed to. I had to unscribe to a bunch of them because they just got so many. Mm-hmm. It overwhelmed me when I turned on my iPod to look at them. Oh, yeah. And it was like the Bella Twins. Whatever happened, they had a glitch about two months ago and it re-uploaded every single one of their episodes. Oh, no. So I'm like, how come there's like... 57 episodes of this. And I realized that that's what had happened. So I marked them all as red. And the next day, every one of them was back. So I'm like, I got to subscribe to this show. Oh, no. (laughs) So interesting. I haven't listened to them in forever. I'm missing Bella Brains. (laughs) I was about to sing the song. Bella Brains, Bella Brains. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so I've got some Star Wars to catch up on and my murders to catch up on. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always like, anybody got some new podcasts that I can listen to? <laughs> I'll eventually get to them maybe five years down the line when I'm like, oh my God, you guys, have you ever heard this podcast? <laughs> it is interesting how with quarantine and everybody being off their usual routines, how that ended up changing everything about the way that we live our day-to-day lives. I know. It's just like everything came to a stop. Uh, People started making bread like crazy. I'm like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) Making making bread. I'm like, okay. (laughs) I guess. I never got into the bread making, but I started redecorating my house. So, yeah. That was your version of making bread? Yep. I tore everything off the walls and started putting it all back up and framing things. And Yeah. The whipped coffee recipe. Yes. Yeah. It's It's been interesting. Yeah. That's I mean, whatever, I guess, whatever you got to do to bake it through, right? That's it. 
it is um i'm not i'm not fit to go through another pandemic i don't think i can't handle being alone Mm -hmm. i have learned that about myself is that i don't like being alone yes at all i mean even i'm obsessed with the cat because the cat's the only thing i see Mm -hmm. so it is hard for me to be alone and all the things that then you're like i want to go do this and this and i don't know why i never did it before so now i'm like you know as soon as i'm out of quarantine i'm gonna go do this and i want to go do this (laughs) and i want to go here i wanted to go to ireland for my birthday this year yep <laughs> did i go no <laughs> because ireland doesn't want us <laughs> so yeah 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 have you had any realizations while you've been in pandemic about just life i well okay so i had just moved into my apartment in january like the end of january early february so uh-huh. i really only got a taste of that minus pandemic for a month and then pandemic. So at first, I think, you know, I was used to living with other people. And that was a hard transition. Like I didn't really like it. And then with pandemic and everything, like it's not easy. But I think it's easier for me because I'm an introvert and being alone, you know, <laughs> doesn't really bother me that much. It doesn't bother you? Yeah. So, like, I feel like a brat about it, but I'm like, you know, basically <laughs> living my best life because I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> Right. No, I completely get that. Yeah. Um. I I love living. I love living alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole thing is that I do love living alone. I don't want you touching my remote control. I don't want you eating my leftovers. I mean, I like living alone. Mm-hmm. I just don't like being alone all the time. Right. But yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. How's your travel bug been doing through this? I totally miss being able to plan places to go and having the opportunity to travel and, you know, being able to go explore. So I guess just like everything else, I've got the list of places. We always talk about what life will be like after, but part of me is like, well, what if there's never really an after? You know, we don't know how this is going to change us in the future and the way that we do things and live our lives. So. Right. I'm cautiously optimistic that we can go back to a quote unquote normal, but if it doesn't, like who knows what that is going to look like. So just got to figure it out yeah. the best we can. Exactly. I'm hoping someday we can stop wearing masks. Yeah. Because I hate wearing them. <laughs> I do it, but I hate it. <laughs> Although in one of the uh, Japan episodes of Queer Eye, they say, why do people in Japan wear masks? And there's like basically six reasons why they do. And I was like, man, I should record this and post it because it's so valid for the world that we're living in now and the world that we might be living in in the future so right i don't know if masks are gonna if you had posted somebody would have popped on and been like this is against my rights you live in america not in japan i can already hear them not that we listen to what trolls say no we do not (laughs) it's just better for your mental health i am that much happier exactly for sure I haven't argued with anybody online in months. <laughs> I don't care to. You know my political views, and if you want to come and try, I'll just block you. I don't even care anymore. Yeah, we give zero Fs. <laughs> That's right. So, yes. 
I guess, like moving forward, what are some of the things that you're geeking out about for the short term? For the short term? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What are you geeking out of? Let me think about it. (laughs) Where do I start? I've got a list of at least three things. Number one, Mulan live action coming out in like a week. Yeah. Are you going to pay the 30 bucks for it? Hell yeah, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Because I saw that they're going to do it for free in December. Don't care. I'm going to watch it. So I'll be first in line for that. (laughs) Number two, I'm excited for Enola Holmes to come out in late September. I think that looks good. Yes. And then number three, probably the biggest one that I'm geeking out about, although it's not a short term one, is in Gamescom this last week. They announced that they're coming out with a brand new Dragon Age video game. So I that's my number one right now that I'm excited about. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't care if it's kiddish and if you want to laugh you can laugh i am very excited that the phineas and ferb movie is now out on disney plus oh it is i do love me phineas and ferb yes i love them too i didn't can't, know it was out yes i can't wait and i, I agree enola holmes looks amazing mm-hmm. my current big geek out and it's my what i'll be watching tonight i hope is bill and ted face the music yay bill and ted three <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm like i will pay for that on demand tonight maybe <laughs> i do um i watched it last night but i do kind of want to watch the black panther again tonight and then the um tribute to chadwick boseman afterwards yeah a lot of people are i think gonna do that either tonight or sometime this week yeah abc is going to preempt all their air their tv tonight to do um, a commercial free black panther mm. and then a tribute to chadwick afterwards so i do want to watch that oh that's awesome yeah. Can we just have a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman? Definitely. I like all the comments that they were saying, rest in power or rest in power king. Yes. Mm-hmm. His death was, I think, just mind blowing. I was so shocked. And um, and it's not that. I mean, he was young to start with. Mm -hmm. and to think that he filmed Black Panther, Infinity War, Endgame, The Five Bloods. I know there's two other movies he filmed, all while going through surgery and chemo, and he told absolutely no one. Mm -hmm. The directors didn't know. Nobody knew he was going through that. Yeah. And I'm like, just the willpower to go through that and not tell anybody, because I'm like, I know when I went through chemo, it sucked. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. In chemo week, it just knocks you on your ass Mm -hmm. and to think he filmed the entire time and didn't tell anybody yeah but also the fact that he didn't tell anybody because he knew if he did they would not give him the role Mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's crazy it is it clearly shows that he just had like a lot of inner strength and determination and unfortunately because yes he discovered it so late in the stages. He probably, I can only guess, had that motivation that he just wanted to do what he loved while he could. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's um, it's shocking. And to see the co-stars talk about it and how they didn't know and, you know, how upset they are and how it's just shocking to all of them. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Coogler did... Um, an article in the LA Times over the weekend over it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, absolutely no idea. Showed up to work every day. Didn't say anything when he had to do all these physical fights over and over. Mm-hmm. No clue. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it takes a lot. Yeah. Well, definitely props to him. He will be missed. He will be missed. 
And I did watch Black Panther last night, and then and they announced ABC will do it tonight, so. If I don't watch Black Panther, I will be watching Bill and Ted. There you go. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode of Pop Culture Junkies. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of rambling from us, but it's been months. Give us a break. <laughs> right. We came out of quarantine for this, sort of. That's right. We can't even see each other doing this. So, I mean, we're both kind of just like, Ew. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same when you're uh, trying to Zoom versus being able to meet up in person. But yes, but it works and we will do what we have to do. Besides, if we had to meet up, that means one of us is either coming back to Arizona or going to Oregon. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, okay, so thanks for joining us for this episode of Pop Culture Junkies. We love spending time with you. Make sure you come find us on Twitter at Junkies Pop, J-U-N-K-E-E-S-P-O-P. And in the meantime, party on, dudes. Be excellent to each other. Woo-hoo. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>